love a hobby. But yes, how did you become into it? So I was I was kite surfing, and so since then I've learned the golden rule with mm-hmm. any extreme sport, any like anything dangerous, anything where there's like a risk involved in yeah. what you're doing, never say you're gonna do just one more trick or one more run or whatever. If you but, know that trick. Because first of all, it's bullshit. You're not going for one more run. If you actually stick that trick, you're gonna stay for another hour. Okay. <laughs> um, but also, you put a weird mi- you put a weird mindset in your brain. And it's, so it's kind you, of like the are, game. Are you saying that if you get something right the first time, don't if it's a, like an extreme sport, don't say you're gonna do it again because uh, you can say you're gonna do it again, but not if you're telling yourself it's your last run. Oh. So say say I'm at the diving board. Yeah. And I, I'm learning a new flip or something. Mm-hmm. I can't do many, but say I'm learning a new flip. Yeah. And I get to the top of the diving board. I can't say that, like, this is the last time I'll try. Because then you're, like, I think what happens is you're already thinking about, like, what you're going to do after, how you're going to get home, whatever. Okay. You're not fully focused on what you're doing. Oh, so this is about focus. Kind of. It's also, it's also I think, once I say I tell someone this, it kind of jinxes them as well. Yeah. It's, it's half superstition, half science. Maybe like ninety percent. No, I get that because you're telling me, but mm-hmm. now I'm more aware of it. So like, yeah, yeah. I feel like the next time I'll be like more careful. But well, now now like it's, I've like jinxed you. So now now if you go to do something on your last run, you'll be thinking, oh, but what about that thing Bill said? And now already, yeah. You're, the, like the main thing is you're distracted. Okay. Um, so you've planted a seed of doubt in my head now. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So I always I always have to commit to like at least two more dives if I want to try something risky. Not the one. Yeah. Okay, no, now I get it. Because yeah, yeah. when you say it's the last one, then you're getting you're already preparing to pack and you're ready so but you're, okay. You're not that, present. For me I would mm. jinx myself twice. Because <laughs> if I say it's the last one, then I've lost my chain of thought right now. This is so No, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, if if you if you you're like, okay, I'll just do two more, but you know you're lying, but now it's like, oh it's yeah, my last two. I know I'm lying because I've already I already know what you've told me about saying it's the last one. So then in my head, like subconsciously I'm gonna think this is the last one, even though I've said this is my second last one. And this is the danger of psychoanalyzing yourself too much. You That's can be I too do, smart like. for your own good. So I tell myself I'm gonna do two, even if I'm gonna do one, and I just make myself stupid. Yeah. Um I, I don't read into it deeper than that oh. like when I sent the wormhole I didn't think anything because I already knew that I knew what to do Yeah. so I didn't let myself evaluate what I was doing on any kind of intellectual level whatsoever like I, I, I did the jump with another person yeah. and as we got like we had a nice conversation on the walk up to the top mm-hmm. as we got closer to the wormhole I kind of just so I did the jump with another guy and as we were like on the walk up to the the top where we we're gonna jump from yeah um we were having a nice conversation because we we're just strangers but we had the same idea mm-hmm. um and it was really nice but as i got close to the actual takeoff point i kind of stopped answering his questions and just explained i was like look man I, you know what to do just 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 follow me i'll go first mm-hmm. yeah sure yeah all right um just follow what i'm gonna do you've got it and as i approached the takeoff i tried to just go into the like most basic instinctual like animalistic yeah version of myself i'm not talking about like trying to summon my inner beast or anything i was just trying to my my mind was not a useful tool at this point okay because let's say like what i was doing wasn't clever it's just fun oh. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a, there's a certain kind of intelligence you need for like those sort of sports but it's not like an intellectual intelligence it's maybe if you're trying to visualize a new trick yeah it can be useful but once you actually go to do it 
It's just intuitive. The more, yeah, exactly, exactly. The more you think, actually, the more you're detached from your body's own impulses. So, I just completely shut down, like window shut down music, like do 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 silence. Yeah. And just went through the motions of it. So, so you can control your shutdown. I, I I suppose I can, but like with a lot of adrenaline, yeah. Yeah. Like, but you've taught yourself this over the years because you've been surfing for quite a while. Well, kite oh, uh, I've been I've been doing bits. Yeah. <laughs> my my bio on Instagram, not as a plug. Well, okay, fuck it, we're plugging. Is, no, you have to plug. My, it. my bio on Instagram is connoisseur of outdoor shenanigans. Because like I don't I don't like I'm not like an athlete in any given sport. I just yeah. I just, just like outdoors. yeah I, I I just like fucking around outside and like doing shit. Like and if that's surfing or climbing or kiting. Yeah. I suppose so. Yeah. That's cool. It's where I get my kicks. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's in- mm. that's that's interesting, um, cause yeah, I don't think a lot of not well, I don't know, mm. but unless you're doing something like that or like something similar to that, you're not gonna know those rules or like those like mental rules for yourself unless mm. you've been it long enough to have practice or meet other people who will tell you the same thing. The yeah yeah, you either learn through your own experience or like someone shows you the ropes. Yeah. But the interesting thing about the we're on such a tangent, but the wormhole jump. <laughs> Yeah. That I did was the guy I did it with. He wasn't sporty or anything. Mm-hmm. He was like this Indian guy, um, and he was like doing a master's in computer science or software software engineering. Yeah. And he was um living in Cork, and uh, he was saying like in his free time he doesn't really do sports. He might go to the gym sometimes or mm-hmm. anything, but he's more of like an indoor guy. Yeah. But he practices a lot of yoga. Like oh. he's he's from India and he does like lots of different types of yoga. Not so much like he's super flexible, but like you know the meditation yeah. like. The mindfulness and everything. Yeah. Exactly, it's it's uh, Eastern mindfulness, yeah. kind of, you know. Um, well, mindfulness is a Western yoga, probably. Yes. <laughs> but you know what I mean. That's 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 is that's my reference point. Do you think it's Western? Mindfulness. Yeah. I think like with the vocabulary we use, yeah. Oh yeah. Because okay. it's a thing people talk about in podcasts and shit, but there's not like an ancient tradition of it. But I feel like it comes from Eastern um, teachings, just in different words. Exactly. So that's... like, if you would uh, look at, is is it? Um, there's a certain practice in China, um, Taoism, I think. Taoism, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they would speak of similar. That's a, that's like a whole philosophy. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Mm. Um, they would speak about this, but like in their own ways. So mm-hmm. like we all have our own language to use it, and then like you were saying, mindfulness might be a, a Western one, um, but they have their own one, in their own language. Yeah. So I wonder if it's like this school of thought was originated like in the east or whatever and then spread or if just lots of different cultures independently arrived at a similar conclusion that's what i believe in um, mm. which is why i i i always um don't know if i believe in god or not because i'm like there's so many cultures globally even mm-hmm. before colonization like like just ages ago when yeah. people had their own different uh, religions or beliefs yeah that if i look at it now or like in modern day whatever it is that i'm practicing they all kind of sound similar mm-hmm. like but every single culture has their own one but, but you believe in your god not because of your own spirituality but you believe in him or it or whatever in the way you were taught to believe kind of there's you know? that but then there's the way that i taught myself to believe yeah 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 um, which it's not even taught myself like it's, it's not mm-hmm. something i think about a lot now like before growing up i would have thought of god as like um like you were saying um before like in, in, you would have thought of God image. as like a Christian God, like, yeah, but like a man sitting on a cloud. Yeah, kind of thing. exactly. Yeah. Like this, this man, uh, this white man with a beard, kind of like Santa Claus, but like. Even in your church, God is white, yeah? No, oh. no, that's the thing. Um, I just. But you thought God was white? Yeah. 
just because of school. We went to an English speaking school. So okay. Like, if so all the religion school, books would have like pictures of white they'll girls. They'll have like Adam and Eve. They would be in white. Or like if you yeah. look, if if you look at like the TV, the things that they show you on the TV Shit. would be like a white god. But then in my church, my but church, it, oh, but would there be side characters that are like black or whatever? No. Or Remember these movies would usually be western. Oh, fair. So you just. Yeah. So well, I don't, I don't know what watching. movies you were watching. Oh, I, yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't in school with you. <laughs> we would have been watching um, hmm. Western movies. Do you think there's something in that? So, like, you know, you and most of your friends and family and everyone you know are black, but you're all, like, you're all taught that these, like, kind like of God godly characters... Yeah, God yeah. is white. I mean, What some, the fuck? Like, if you look at history, mm-hmm. some Africans would have thought white, white people were God. Literally. Legit? Yeah. So not like a ghost or something scary like oh it's god so that's what we're us. taught so Whoa. i never know if like what what i'm being taught is something that has been twisted um or mm. if what i'm taught is actually what some, what some something people believe in because it's something that they believe in now anyways but some people believe in a black god i've just mm. never seen an image of a black god i've seen an image of a white god because if i search on the internet mm-hmm. and i type in god and i go to images i'm probably going to see something that looks like a white person wait didn't um didn't morgan freeman play god in yeah, Evan Almighty? Did, but like, <laughs> when was that you know like, yeah well, it's, it's funny actually you're saying that like, wouldn't be taught in a christian yeah, school yeah all, all your, all your <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a great movie though <laughs> so yeah he plays he plays god or like a god figure in and it worked so well as well like Morgan yeah. Freeman could be God yeah there's um there's a YouTube channel called Zay Frank One and they're mostly funny animal videos but mm-hmm. he he does like a Morgan Freeman style voice yeah and all his all his videos are called like true facts about the Tarzier the grasshopper whatever mm-hmm. but then he did one called true facts about Morgan Freeman and it was all just stuff about how he's God and like we all exist because he's narrating our lives <laughs> and <laughs> every time Morgan Freeman cries in the mirror a, f- a child is born in a field of kittens <laughs> no I've never seen that before I am Morgan Freeman <laughs> no, he, and I approve this mess he could be a god um, like if I'm gonna like I'd say if I had to like pick an anthropomorphic for- form to play god or pick a human that like was god it would be Morgan Freeman oh, it's like a deeply held childhood belief um, I'm kind of goofing because like I'm, I'm like an agnostic or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you don't. But, you, you don't believe. Like, but if if I had to, like, I mean, I was raised Catholic, right? Like, but did you believe growing up? As a little kid, yeah. My mom actually wanted to be a nun when she was a kid. No way. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, completely abandoned that idea by the time she was like eighteen or whatever. You yeah. Know? But when she was like before she heard about any injustices of the church she was like a bit of a teacher's pet and yeah. you know being in a catholic school that meant you're also like the favorite kid of all the nuns and oh. because you know like the nuns ran her school yeah um so they they kind of took her in as her pet and she was all telling them all oh, when i grow up i'm gonna start my own order of nuns and they're oh. all like good for you um that's interesting how people who would have grown up in religious settings yeah. would have um um you know based their i don't know like mm-hmm. future kind of because that time well that was that was a way to get a free education in Ireland before there was free education was join the church really yeah train to be a priest and you'll get to go to university Maynooth University where you're from no way there's loads of cool stories about that uni actually like ghost stories and stuff because of all the priests that were there why have I never heard this and I live there man you need to like I'm sure they have like um if you if you like went in like as as a tourist even to like the stuff they have on show they might have stuff about the ghost stories if you ask around Okay. But like ask any student because like my, my sister learned this all on like intro week. That's cool. I've never but heard that before. Um, no, that's interesting. Yeah, but yeah, like like all, all of all of Manute campus is meant to be haunted by like evil eighteen hundreds 
ghosts. And earlier priest ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> well, how did they die? Um, like, you know, mysterious circumstances, you know. There was like loads of suicides and in this one particular bathroom block and the story goes that people were like looking in the mirror to shave and then a ghost would appear behind them and hold the razor to their neck and people kept jumping out of the window allegedly to escape the ghost. Do people believe in that? There's a statue in Maynooth University. This is secondhand information but I'm pretty sure of this. I, I encourage people to look this up. Yeah, just look there, it there's, up. There's a statue in Maynooth University, I think in one of the dorms, like one of the old dorms, mm-hmm. where... It's like some some biblical figure, some saint or something is the statue and there's like all this Latin underneath and there was basically put there to banish the ghost because where it was used to be the room, mm. the haunted room. That's what I did. They knocked down that dorm and they put like a holy statue in its place. Yeah. And there's meant to be a blood stain that they can never clean out. What? But yeah, if you want if you if you're a priest and you wanted to get a free education. Or sorry, if you're not if you were like a you know a like a farmer or something, you wanted a free education, you'd send your son to become a priest. That's why there are so many priests because, like, you know, they they'd pay for you to go to university. You'd be yeah. learning theology. Yeah, but you're being paid to go. But to you're getting a degree in status. Whoa. So and how did all that change? Like, how did? Because the amount of I sh- I know who people fell like, out with the church. But how? Like, what happened for like? Because. That's a good question. What I see here is like mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't Christian from yeah, what yeah. I what I see. Um but like where I come from, mm-hmm. a lot of people are Christian. So I'm just like, how is it that uh Ireland went from being such a religious place to almost a lot of people I don't want to say almost everyone because I don't know mm-hmm. a lot of people being atheist like how did that happen because yeah, this yeah. generation mm-hmm. most of them they would have grown up in the church but that's just out of like going to school but well, like, it's they didn't the, the Catholic it. church owns 98% of Irish primary schools yes. which means that they get to force religion into the curriculum and it's something we can do about it but basically. a lot of people still don't believe exactly and I think I think that's part of it I think if like I went to church like in my free time outside of school I wouldn't have been as quick to rebel yeah but it was like, you're all for- forced to do it. But Catholicism is a great religion for this. Um, Zizek talks a lot about this. How like, because so much of Catholicism is just like, kind of, you just show up, you obey the rules, mm-hmm. you know, you stand up when you're supposed to, you sit down when you're supposed to, mm-hmm. you follow the sacraments, you go to confession. Mm-hmm. So you, you accept that you're a sinner and you confess and you agree to be a Catholic and you're saved, basically. Whereas a lot of Protestant faiths, although they might be more chill, they, you kind of the expectation is that you actually carry more of the faith yourself and yeah. you're like more stoked on God oh. whereas like I remember going like going to school where I was made a Catholic and like we didn't have that many conversations about our faith we just kind of learnt all the stories and learnt how to behave and learnt our prayers yeah but it was like you never like you never kind of discussed it that deeply at least I don't remember like that that wasn't really the main idea some teachers that were like holy kind of might have cared yeah um, otherwise the idea was never yeah yeah i think because a lot of people mm. are like scared to ask because um in, in what i know about mm-hmm. like growing up in church is like you don't ask about god because like you're not allowed to mm-hmm. kind of thing so like you don't question the church you're not supposed to question god you know mm-hmm. type thing so the first time we ever had a conversation about it well we were reading this book and um in, in Kenya, like where I was staying in Kenya, mm-hmm. um, in English, and um, it was about Darwin's theory, um, but this guy, I don't know what he did, but yeah, it was just about that in the church, mm-hmm. and I think the church ended up winning in the book, um, 
and then we just had the, the debate about like God and everything and that was the first time I got other people's like questions about it okay so like pe- people got sus when it was about like denying evolution because that's a pretty solid fucking principle yeah. like <laughs> or maybe the teacher was just like she was good enough to to, 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 bring, to bring about the conversation without yeah, making yeah. it seem like a taboo thing mm. like she was arguing on the side of God but like she was also listening to people who were like going um the other way about it in fairness none of my teachers went against science None but of them went against science. No, I had one teacher in my secondary school, which was a laid-back Protestant secondary school, um, that was like a creationist and believed the world was ten thousand years old instead of, for, like, the universe being fourteen billion years old and all of this, and like tried to shove that opinion down our throats. But in Catholic primary, no, I, like, no teachers really like tried to denounce evolution or anything. Like they all, but they all, had faith in science. But it was that kind of thing of being a good catholic was nothing really to do with that it was more just about obeying god yeah yeah like it's as long as you tell the story and read it and you know bless yourself when you're told to bless yourself but that's how the that's okay you've done enough do you, you take the box the school system um came from then because school systems very similar it's kind of like you go to school at this time and mm-hmm. make sure that you're not late otherwise we send a letter home to your parents and ask why you're late and then you have to have break at this time and you have to do this at this time and then you have to go because it's born of the same mentality in it like, yeah mm. like it's all about obeying at the end of the day and if it and mm. if you if you grew up in like a a religious church with that's what you do then yeah, you're yeah. gonna just keep doing that like it's gonna be easier mm. for you than yeah. someone who they would consider a rebel because secular schools are a newer thing but like yeah the the, the whole like kind of institution of school is sort of on like it's like organized a, on like a, a kind of a religious yeah fashion like timetable of sorts i mean sitting in mass is the exact same as sitting in class yeah there's a teacher up the front or mm-hmm. a priest and you all sit in chairs and you ha- all have to listen and you're not allowed to, to argue there's actually um uh i think a key thing from that um pop-up friday yes yeah yes. did you do pasak as well in yeah school? i did did you yeah um more a guy, my, um, two teachers in my school, like helped design the course. That's cool. We were one of the first years to offer it, or one of the yeah, we offered it the first year it came out. Like, um, um you finished in twenty twenty nine twenty 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 twenty. Oh yes, I I. So I, I never I never sat the leaving cert. I just got kicked out one day and oh my god never came back. Perfect. I hate like, like forced sentimentalism. Yeah. Not that like I hate having emotions, but I hate this like. Oh, it's the graduation, so we all have to like you know think really deeply about you know everything we've done and all the great memories we had and what our future is gonna be like. Like, because you hardly had any. Just get on with your life. <laughs> You're still figuring it out. <laughs> and yeah, I didn't like most of school. My school was a good school, but like, they only a good crack in the last couple of years, really. Um, yeah, I came to my school too late. I came in like the last two years. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, so you're a bit, you're a bit of like a. Your like friend groups were already kind of yeah built by then, which is also so weird to me. Like just that that concept that like it, the fact that it's already known. Like when when you go to like TY, mm-hmm. is when you like rebuild your friendships proper, and then when you go to fifth and sixth year, they're already kind of established. Like I suppose so. I, I never moved school ever. Oh, there was nobody from my primary and my secondary. Like I went to a completely different set of friends. Yeah. But that worked for me because I didn't like anyone in my primary. <laughs> um, no hate to anyone in my primary listening. Um, you guys just thought it was annoying. <laughs> well, the jokes on you because that, that's that's cool when you're like twenty. Being like a, a little bit like autistic and <laughs> having weird interests suddenly becomes cool. And then they like, hmm. what's going on? So yeah, um, big big message of hope to anyone listening that's uh, in school right now. It does get better. Like, trust me. <laughs> does it though? 
Because yeah. I, I'm struggling with like Move to Galway Do you see How many friends did you make today Just like Stop. Walking Like you did one circle around town No Galway's And now like six people Want to hang out with you Like <laughs> No, yeah, no. Mm. Go, go is always good like that. If you have social anxiety and want to get out of your shell, move to go. Yeah, that or is just come true. down for the week because it's like it's literally the place where you can just talk to strangers. Yeah. I like, do it all the time. Like the, the guy, the guy you buy milk from in the shop, the fucking like postman that you bump into walking everyone's in the Everyone's just different now. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's so kind here. Like, what I have to do is say like nice shoes or grand day, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't think of them like that at all. Um. Depends who you're dealing with, but yeah, um, it's definitely more like kind of who are you, who do you know, where are you yeah. from, why should I like you, blah, blah, blah. Um, a lot of the time. But yeah, like that's that's not how everyone is. So if you're living in that situation, you don't like it. Oopsies. Galway waits for you. <laughs> okay. Or Vienna, but. <laughs> Vienna. Elton John. Vienna waits for you. Um. <laughs> We That's our cut to the This has been a good um, intro. Tangent after tangent. After yeah, after tangent, we haven't even got into the main, but like this was a whole 20 minute intro. People who didn't read the title don't even know what my name is. No. Um, well, hi guys. My name is Pure. I'm your host. Um, and this is. Na, Gina Languni. Bill Demery. Gina Eponi. Okay, guys. This is Bill. Um, and yeah, we hope we have a good, good, good conversation. I'm probably gonna do this again because I'm struggling to introduce this, this podcast. You, sure, if you want. I'm probably to. gonna mm-hmm. edit it out. You reckon? Yeah, and then do it again later. I think you should leave in this part. No, as well. I, I think so. And you gotta, you gotta. Just <laughs> have people confused. Make this the start. Just put. Oh yeah, guys. I don't know if I like this. I'm gonna edit it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of mm. editing. I don't. I don't like editing. It's a lot of work. I used to edit videos. Okay, so editing videos and editing sound completely different if it's not on a phone. Oh, because you, it's harder to make fluid. Yeah, for me, I can't like. It's not like jump cuts between shots as normal in. Yeah, but like. In film, like in visual, but. But it's not as easy because you can't like. So like, if I'm speaking mm-hmm. um, on video, I can like watch my mouth movements or see what I was doing. With I'm gonna my hands. get out my world's smallest violin so that everybody can feel really sorry for Pee making you this podcast. <laughs> 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 So uh, as you're listening now, I just want you to appreciate how hard she's had to work to bring this content to you. Really, like you know, we're we're sitting in my bed right now, uh, slightly stoned, eating dried mango, and which like, is why it's hard for me to talk because our life was so hard. An episode when I'm stoned. Do you have a Patreon? Should no. we plug your Patreon right now? No, I don't have one. Okay, by the time this comes out, Pio is gonna have a Patreon. I advise you to follow it. He's gonna convince me. How much are we charging? Oh no! Is, can you just kind of like don- donate whatever you want, right? Can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people who charge like a. Second. It's like it's like GoFundMe, but instead of being like, you know, I want to like get a cancer treatment, it's like. See, I don't believe I have a in cool myself podcast. enough. That's my problem. Like after. But about that's leave, leave it to them to decide. You know, because you're not paywalling your content. That is true, but like if I leave it to them to decide, I'm basically letting them dictate my worth. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, it's just money, bro. It ain't that deep. <laughs> it is that deep. When like, I start sitting down and thinking about life. That's literally Karl Marx. That was his whole thing. Is like you reduce everything down to its exchange value. Yeah. So everything from the vegetables you grow to the chairs you make to like you as a person and your time. Yeah. Has a numerical value, which is a useful tool, but it's also it, it can be damaging to your way of thinking. Okay. Like you need to know when you buy lunch. Yeah. But like, okay, you might spend 
three fifty on a sandwich, but mm-hmm. like the sandwich is worth more than that. It's not that it's worth more money, but it's yeah. just worth more. There's more. There's more going on. There's more meaning. Yeah. You know, like like vegans like to talk about this. How you know, like we buy meat in a packet, and we don't even consider the fact that like a but we don't... a sentient life, you know, was taken for the for your enjoyment of food. Like there's a lot of shit going on. It doesn't mean that we have to spend more money. Just like there's more. There's more worth to an item or a yeah. person or a life than its exchange value. That is true, but it's also food. Like it's it's mm-hmm. actually like it's like it's like you know how people say that we're not like an current is it omnivores? Uh, well that's an argument that some vegans would have. Like we're not omnivores. That's bullshit. Humans, <laughs> humans are not supposed to eat that's meat. Bullshit. Something that's about bullshit. Our teeth. So I'm not qualified to talk in that but I've t- listened to people who are that Yeah, is, no, but I'm that like, is straight up we're, bollocks. We're, if we're like, looking at how science, the vegans is probably the way forward, but like, you know, People definitely used to eat meat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm saying if we look at science, um, we're at, we're part of the animal kingdom. So like we are animals. Like we're, we're humans, but like we're yeah, animals. Fact. Like we're mammals. I hate like that's, that's what I hate about fucking. That that's one thing that used to piss me off of religion. One of the first things that like the church taught me that got me riled up was they were like, oh yeah, like God created animals and then god created humans like we're this kind of like better higher species thing and like i already you know knew a lot about like climate change and loss of biodiversity it's like no we're like the worst we're like doing all the damage yeah um and i felt that more than i didn't see the like i didn't see the value in humanity as much as i do now but still we're we're just another fucking we're just animals okay we, we we think differently um but that's just that's that's just part of our experience on this earth but other animals think differently from us as yeah well, that's what i'm saying you know? we, yeah we just but at the end of the day we don't have the highest form of intelligence we just got the most advanced form of specific kinds of intelligence like language and yeah um and when it comes to things like food um food is like one of our needs you know like it's yeah. food shelter water shelter i'm not even 100 percent sure but food water um even clothing i'm not 100 percent. but food, clo- clo- yeah, I mean. food and water <laughs> Are like very pl- pl- important. Pl- plenty of like naked tribes that wander around in open air. Where yeah, in, in, in some other places. So, um, but if you're like, if you're if you're an animal in the mm-hmm. wild, or like you're just a human in the wild, when it comes to you actually needing to survive, yeah, it doesn't fucking matter what you're eating. You're trying to eat, and okay, if it's it, making you stronger, obviously, mm-hmm. then you're gonna start um heading towards like some something that's going to make you stronger that's going to have more protein or whatever whatever mm-hmm. and that's why we eat animals like it does it does matter what we eat but the thing is look depending on your environment and society and so on your body adapts to yeah. eat whatever is available to you there's real life present day examples of this like um a lot of southeast asia doesn't eat any dairy really yeah there's, there's right. a whole thing where like um i've heard like people in thailand say that white guys smell like milk in thailand yeah and it's it's like it might be true maybe we have a milky smell but it's also this kind of thing about like oh yeah they eat cheese it's so weird they all smell like cheese oh it's like because you know it's like both concepts white skin and eating dairy like eating fucking cow titty juice is so alien to them you know because like there's there's coconut milk yeah in most of these places right okay like i'm pretty sure like yeah Yeah, it's basically what's around you that you'd be eating more i've never eaten thai food with milk in it anyway well, I guess yeah. if they don't use it, then I don't know how. Uh, I don't, because that's another thing. I don't, yeah. I don't think they do. Um, Not that much. Like lactose intolerance, then is way more common in those regions. For them, yeah. So it's like Europeans, anyway, evolved to like consume loads of dairy. Yeah. And we lost our lactose intolerance, but that only happened in like the last two thousand or three thousand years, according to science. Um, for what? Um, the like producing the gene to break down lactose after you're a baby. 
Yeah, so like humans normally um, like, you know, uh, had evolved to like, you know, have their mother's breast milk and then move on to solid food and not touch dairy again. Mm -hmm. So you lose the specific enzyme to break down lactose. So that was the default, but then I'm pretty sure, like, maybe it's 10,000 years ago, but like in very recent human history, around the time of the domestication of dairy animals like sheep and cows and goats, mm-hmm. um, you can see in the genome, like, the loss of, or sorry, the, the ability to break down lactose persisting into later age. That's very interesting. And in countries where, or in cultures where they don't have much dairy, that evolution hasn't happened. Okay, in the genome. because they're still not they're still not part of their diet. So like any food that you can evolve to break down either genetically or just by like your gut biome changing mm-hmm. is real food. There's no one like natural way to eat. Yeah. It depends totally on your anatomy and what you go with. There's just a few basic facts like you need a certain amount of like, you know, calories and macros and whatever. Yeah. That also reminds me of religion, just in terms mm-hmm. of if you do this then you're bad and but I'm doing this and it's different from me so I'm good um, and it's I don't know what is it like it's like just trying to be always correct which I feel like it's, it's gonna be a fault in humans for a very long time just like thinking striving for perfection when it doesn't yeah, exist yeah and like when but comparing yourself and making other people seem as if they're like worse way worse than you because they do things differently than you um, mm. Instead of just accepting them, like piousness, just the that they looking looking down on people for being sinners, and yeah, which is what happens yeah. in classism, which is what happens in it, in I, political correctness. Yup. <laughs> um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've entered the minefield. Ding, ding, ding! If you want to, <laughs> if you um care about things being right and correct on podcasts, I advise you to hit fast forward now. <laughs> yeah, you might as well yeah. just disappear at this point. Mm. Um, no, political correctness yeah. is not my thing. No, it is. It is. It's. It, I. I like. I. I feel like. I respect. As these a person, things. you've a right to, like, have a, have two cents to give on how people ought to treat each other. I think. Yeah, but then I always feel weird after that because then I'm like, but I'm doing the, the exact same thing that I'm complaining about. Like I'm complaining about people who say this is the right way to do things and they don't. They not. They don't accept other people's ways of doing things and I'm doing the exact same thing by telling them don't do this. Are you telling them not way. to say this? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I'm I'm telling you exactly what mm-hmm. I don't want you to do, so I'm being a hypocrite in that sense. But well, I guess that there is a difference, right? Is political correctness, like at its um, like most extreme, you might say, is where you're saying that words or phrases are inherently bad regardless of intention, whereas what you're criticizing isn't their choice of words. You're criticizing their their argument. Like they're they're inf- you're you're infringing upon another person essentially. It might be for a force of good, but you're you're deciding what somebody else ought to be doing. Yeah. Whereas you're just deciding what somebody else ought to be telling someone to do. You know, like oh, like they're like, going around it, like how yeah, to go around it. So like yeah, some somebody who just like it like is a bit like rough as a bear's arsehole and doesn't always say things that are totally PC might not be saying anything with malicious intent yeah it's just the language that they know i i yeah. think that's yeah. what i think so like you could say there's like an adverse um effect like you know if you're just ignorant like you know you could still be offending people yeah but you have to weigh that up against well what's what's your right to tell somebody how they ought to speak mm. um and it's not it's not that you're telling them not to be hateful it's you're, you're literally telling them that the way that they 
learned to describe the world around them is wrong mm. which is quite it's quite invasive it's quite um <laughs> it violates the map <laughs> it's, no, it's just, you're stepping it's, you're stepping into somebody else's shoes you know it's yeah that's just i guess if you've never experienced something you don't really know it you know yeah, so i am yeah. um, on both ends of the spectrum like mm. on the one hand it's the person who says things just the way that they are um, yeah. we could say they have no filter or we could say they're not being politically correct right that's their way yeah, of expressing yeah. things because mm -hmm. that's the way that they know how yeah, and then yeah you come on the other side of the world and it's don't say it like this because you're wrong but because yeah. what, what if what if good ideas aren't being heard because the way they're delivered is a little bit problematic even though the idea could actually be to the the benefit of society to minorities even but the, thing, that the, thing is the both very sides, ones you're victimizing the, the both sides don't know what they're doing mm -hmm. so this one is criticizing the other one mm -hmm. for the way that they said something and this one is arguing back because they only know how to speak violently mm -hmm. and they both they're both ignorant mm -hmm. because they both don't know the other side of the world they've never experienced the other side so they yeah, think yeah. they're both right and they're both fighting the way that they know how it's like well like didn't didn't like um gay rights activists get criticized for using the word queer for ages because really? because like yeah they, the whole idea was like they were taking it back or whatever and like taking the stigma out of it but like straight people and homophobics were like you can't use that word because queer was always a bad word you know I you nearly forget about it now because it's just not anymore like you know you can you, you can say it like you know through bare teeth and make it hateful but like i've never heard of it you, have you never like because have you never seen some like little 12 being like ah oh, you fucking queer or whatever no, but like, you grew up here <laughs> so we wouldn't use the same words like okay fair yeah like mm. see that's how i used to feel about when people used to say um oh this is getting a bit much but like if someone was like don't don't let people say the n-word i never got it at first just simply because of my environment you didn't grow up with sensitivity didn't know. to it yeah we didn't mm. understand we didn't for us the n-word was referring to a boy like it didn't refer to if they're black or they're white it did you guys say it a lot like was it part of your yeah it was just yeah. part of our everyday it's like oh fuck off you know it's like <laughs> it was so natural we didn't like think about oh, how so it was was there like a little bit of like swear word to it though no no i'm just like making an example of what would be mm -hmm. um like would you use it to talk down to someone no okay no no so it was it, just a way it, was, it was like dude yeah exactly okay. um i just said fuck off because if <laughs> i say fuck off in swaziland to someone they're gonna take it very offensively but if i say fuck off to you here in ireland you're not taking it offensively because you know i'm joking same okay. thing with that side you say the n-word that side and it's okay but you oh, say this side so it's the reverse yeah because people are sensitive to so if, if i go to swaziland and i say fuck off okay well i'm, I'm white okay say, say i wasn't white i went to swaziland i said fuck off people get pissed off but if i said the n-word people wouldn't really bat an eye no exactly. unless they're like well or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah exactly um so yeah i i just like looking at those differences and i'm like mm -hmm. Same thing with what we're saying about political correctness. Yeah, yeah. Is that this one on this side doesn't know that it hurts the people that side, and that one this side doesn't know that it hurts the people this side. Okay, yeah. So you could be really PC in Ireland, but you're totally cool with swearing. Yeah. But that doesn't give you the right to go to Swaziland and start swearing all the time because people are going to get really upset. Well, you could say it because that's where you're aware of expressing, but now you have to. But now that's. But like, you've got to realize that you're making people upset. You're gonna right? realize yeah. after a while. But my argument is. So it's like it's, it's on PC in in Swaziland, right? It's like, kind of it's antisocial. Um. Sorry, you should do what? I got lost. Like like swearing, in like. Yeah, it's just not nice. Mm. Like maybe maybe. Are you talking about like even with like your friends, like you and a bunch of young dudes like smoking weed or whatever? So now I'm not sure because I haven't like. Mm -hmm. spent enough time with a lot of people to be like but like when i when I you was also there, spent like you spent younger years in swaziland yeah well, when i was yeah. there 
before even if you put up the middle finger someone would like really be offended and wouldn't talk mm. to you for the next day because they don't realize that you're joking bro that's crazy yeah but i don't, I don't like, know how Do- it is Dublin, dublin's kind of like well like south dublin's kind of like um anti-swearing for kids but like i remember like any time i spent in the west of ireland like um i lived in sligo for a little while and stuff yeah like you got like five-year-old kids like effing and blinding calling mm-hmm. people cunt and fuck mm-hmm. and this and it's fucking great i love it it's so funny like these little kids with like because if, if i'm around a kid that's like not brought up like that i won't i'll try not to swear and always feel really guilty when i do yeah but then i, then I pull up in like yeah like near ski and stuff and there's kids like yelling at their their dogs or their their siblings or whatever yeah. so like get the fuck up you cunt that's exactly like swaziland like if you go into like um the rural parts of the country mm-hmm. you'll find people like swearing at the fucking dogs like hey fuck <laughs> off you know like it's, it's okay but like you go in more to the urban side and it's like tone it down a bit so Whoa. Mm-hmm. like don't don't say stuff like that and remember that's because now that's where you're working in offices and when you work in offices mm-hmm. there's a business and um, where you're speaking so if you speak a certain way you'd be considered shady just exactly like here how you mm-hmm. have a dublin accent and if someone has a different type of accent from you they might have less opportunities than you simply oh, yeah, because yeah, of yeah. how they speak yeah, right? yeah, yeah. so yeah, I don't know. Looking at all of those, like, yeah, accent, accent is a weird one in, in Ireland, like, because it says a lot about where you're from, mm-hmm. which shouldn't be a bad thing, but at the moment, it's still people will judge you based on your accent. Mm. If you sound if you sound like you're from like the, like somewhere very rural, that people will think you're stupid. If you sound like you're from like you know a poor neighborhood in Dublin or whatever, yeah. people might not hire you. Yeah. Not everyone, like it's changing definitely, but like you'll see it even in ads. Uh, my favorite's the ad for Citrine Allergy. It's like a, a hay fever pill. Yeah. Um. So basically, the, the ad is just like a, a really quick cartoon. It's like ten seconds of like a pollen grain, you know, which gives you hay fever. Yeah. Going like, oh, I'm gonna make you sick and all this, and then the tablet, and they're both like anthropomorphic. The tablet comes in and like chews it away, but the pollen grain, which is, it's kind of meant to be like this dodgy criminal kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I was like, this week you're going to North Open Nights to Dime Pollen, I'm going to ruin your summer. <laughs> and then this, like, D4 sounding citrine allergy pill comes in and is like, no, you don't. I've got this. <laughs> I banish you. Get out of here. Oh, what the hell? And it's like, right in front of you, being fed to you on, like, yeah. live commercial see, yeah. TV is like, North Dublin accent equals dodgy bad person mm-hmm. and South Dublin yeah is someone you can trust <laughs> yeah, and it's like they're, they're playing on like pre-existing biases but also reinforcing them right yeah um so mm. I wonder how the adverts are now I'm so I'm sure they've changed a lot that, that was that's like a re- that's like I think they still air that ad I'm, I, I think I first saw it like five years ago yeah no I've, mm. I've never seen that but that's that's interesting because I, I think it's like that in a lot of cultures almost every every culture you go to you'll find that type of mm-hmm. bias biasness like in, in do other countries have the same like um difference in accents that ireland does do you think because other countries yeah because um, like i just don't have my ears on the sensitive to it but like yes. in ireland we like to say that we have loads of different accents yeah um in kenya mm-hmm. it's dependent on tribes oh yeah yeah so but that's because like you're they all speaking different languages and stuff yeah. though like you know but they still have different accents if you're brought up speaking kikuyu or maasai it's gonna yeah. be you're gonna sound different like yeah no it's not like ireland mm. where you're all speaking english but like there's different variations of it mm. but also in i'd say in the countryside wouldn't there be more people who speak like gaelic yeah but like a very small small okay. amount like around galway there's a good few categories but like but people who would have grown up around those people would also mm. have like a thickish accent compared to mm. but that's not the only reason why okay what's the other reason 
Um, I, I don't know exactly what it is. I think just Irish people don't move around much. I guess we have a very dispersed population. And it would be rooted in like the different kinds of Gaelic that, well, Irish, that um that we spoke, maybe. But even in cultures and classes and areas where very little Irish is spoken, there's still a huge difference in accents. Okay. Dublin's a good example of that because most of Dublin is English speaking. Yeah. Like completely. Um, but there's there's different accents even in Dublin. Yeah. And there's more than just north and south. That's like a reductionist way of looking at it. I think it's um, I feel like it's people creating their own culture. So if you look at like um, <laughs> this South Africa allows to differentiate us. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Like if you look at South Africa, there was like mm. uh, dif- there's there's different groups of types of people. So say mm. there would have been um. South Africa has different accents, but it's also like the size of Europe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That um, but like say for those who are speaking like English, um, mm. it just depends on where you grew up. So if you grew up near where there's like. Um, I don't know offices and like you know your parents saying like the the corporate world or whatever mm-hmm. because they'd be speaking with white people they'd have a different accent from your rural uh, who are, uh, you know family yeah of course I mean bro like my my dad my dad will be on the phone to like a client in Northern Ireland and his voice starts going a little bit like you know, it it starts to lull a wee bit hi I'm <laughs> <laughs> like. My, the, the funniest part is my dad can't do accents like if he tries to impersonate even like my, the man grew up in Kenya he can't yeah. even do a Kenyan accent but for some reason when he's talking to someone his accent just starts to change that's just what happens when you have to adapt like if he was in my situation yeah. right now I'd probably sound more like you huh. <laughs> and he, he can't help it he just does it like yeah. instinctively no yeah hmm. the code switching see everyone everyone has to code switch at some point mm. or rather they but my dad's like not even a people pleaser he's like the furthest thing from it <laughs> I think it happens subconsciously because mm. you're like not that my dad doesn't please people but he just yeah. doesn't like he doesn't change to like fit in you to know? fit in with them mm. yeah but I don't know I guess if you're like tired of people keep asking what are you saying what are you saying at some point you're just going to change it a little bit just so that they can mm. understand it I take I, I've taken issue with this actually before what because this is exactly what people what white people told me in Kenya when they're like talking to inverted commas houseboys or like staff and stuff okay that mightn't have as good English or whatever mm-hmm. but a lot, a lot of them like spoke English very fluently but just they were like you know like Swahili was their first language or whatever yeah. and they would like put on this kind of fake like generic African kind of accent to talk to their staff and I was mm-hmm. like that, that, that's just like that's just a bit fucked up man you'll be like see I see where you're coming from Timothy can you cook me a banana and it's like because that's you don't what sound that person like that. is hearing remember where mm-hmm. they where they are from yeah there's a certain way that they speak and it would literally sound as bad as I'm doing there like <laughs> <laughs> yeah like where they come from there's a certain way that they speak mm-hmm. so if you want to understand each other you're hardly gonna speak fast because they're gonna hear you but they're gonna be too scared to be like what did you say mm-hmm and then they're going to do the wrong thing and then you're going to be upset. Yeah, yeah. So if you know how they speak and, you've, and they've spoken to you, you start to understand that this is how they speak, this is how they say their teeth, this is how... Mm-hmm. So for you to communicate with them, you have to tone it down a bit so that they can actually get what you're saying. It does mm-hmm. look very weird because you're now like... It, I don't know, it just looks weird from the outside. But if you get these two people who are having mm-hmm. this conversation together, now they're understanding each other completely. Yeah, yeah. But that that guy is not going to complain, I, I didn't hear that what did she say? You know, like <laughs> 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 yeah, the same thing. Exactly. So, um, yeah, no, you just—it's kind of like when what you. What does Buana want? If you go to um. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake! <laughs> and he's cancelled. You say the shit. 
<laughs> I'm out of here. Give me my cop and shit. <laughs> going on a trip. Got some bars up in here. <laughs> or what the fuck are we talking about? I think we're both right. I think we're both right. Yeah. Um, because I, I think part. So I think it's like good intentions. Yeah. It's like people who like grow up in Africa and they're like, this is the reality. Like, there's a whole society of people that use English as a language of communication, but mm-hmm. they talk in a specific accent. Same yeah. way, like we Irish people don't speak the Queen's English. We, yeah. We have our own. Exactly. So it's like, okay, well, there's, there's like valid ways of pronouncing words. Yeah. I mean, like the extreme of this is like pidgin, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like English, but like completely unintelligible to yeah, somebody exactly. who was like born in white London. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, uh, can I tell you something else that's mm-hmm. interesting? I don't know if I could say like rich, like um, more wealthy people in Africa. Mm-hmm. As much as they don't show they're afraid of not sounding African enough. Because they're also judged by people of a lower class. Jeez, you're, you're caught between a rock and a hard place. There's like this old fashioned way of like, oh yeah, if you want to get jobs, you have to speak proper English yeah. and all of this. But then you're also getting shame from like the from African the Af- revival movement. Yeah. Bro, I've never thought about it that deep before. Yeah, no. It, so they look like they're like very strong in the way of, and they look like they're mm-hmm. so like sure of themselves. That's the whole thing. Once but you like, make money, you have to show that like you're... Exactly. But like, these are humans at the end of the day and they still fear what other people think about them. And... Oh, uh, probably, see, probably more than anyone because... Exactly. Because you're trying to prove different from... But they're also trying to prove to other people. You're trying to like, prove you're European to big business. Yeah. And you're trying to prove that you're African to... To, 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 to your, your family. Exactly. Your, fa- your, your, your fellow man on the street. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. And these could also... This could also be your family and like, they'll call you names like... Rich people are such victims, guys. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, that, never mind. Never mind. People who are like still subsistence farming and getting their crops raided by locusts, like no. you know, like like the, the, these these poor these poor poor international school attending <laughs> middle class Africans mm-hmm. that you know like have reputations to keep up. But, but you're losing your class. You're, you're losing your culture. This, this is all coming from someone who has literally everything. Like, <laughs> you it's fun losing... to divide and conquer, isn't no, it? it? Is. <laughs> Um, I respect the hustle on all levels, yeah. ladies and gents. No, and, and no I hate, spread love. From what? Spread <laughs> love all the way through. Yeah. Um, You're all beautiful. Amen. <laughs> you were saying. You were saying. <laughs> um, yeah, if, 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 mm-hmm. if this is new to you, you can't really explain it to your people. Like you, they, they don't get it. You don't, you don't get them anymore. And, and it's just, again, back to the ignorance. The other mm-hmm. person isn't ignorant to what you're experiencing, is ignorant to what you're experiencing because they don't know it because they haven't experienced it and you're ignorant to them because you've left that and you're trying to please someone else but you're also trying to please them because that's where you come from. And if you go home and you don't know how to cook African food and you don't know how to speak and you don't know how to dress like them, you don't know how to dance like them, you don't know how to sing like them, you don't know any cultural song, who the fuck are you? Get the f- like, you know, like, you're trying to, remember, because you're still going to get married there. So you get married into your husband's family or whatever. Or your husband's getting married to your family, they're judging him and they're like, Why are you with him? There's a sub, there's someone. Your husband's else. marrying your sister? Huh? <laughs> 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 I just take a moment to appreciate that. That was that was some deep shit, but like, for somebody who only recently started going gym, bro, you've got lungs of steel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, could, you could be like one of those auctioneers, you know, in, in the American West. We got 240 million, 240 million, 240, 240. That's the only way um, I can do <laughs> This is why I do it because you could, you interrupt everything I say. So if I don't finish my thought process, I'm too high to listen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right, so your okay. your husband your husband's buying your no you're, you're marrying. Okay, so your family's getting married. You you and your husband. Let's bring it back. <laughs> no, I feel like they got the point. The okay, point okay. is just that 
everybody's ignorant to it, the experience that they're not experiencing because they don't know it and it's something they can't articulate or feel or so in, in, in particular like you're you're like average Afri- like you know like nationally proud african can't relate to like a middle class person who's kind of turned their back is that what you're saying okay. like as you're, you're talking about like the middle classes who are like you know caught, caught between they've like changed their mannerisms yeah. but like are also getting persecuted yeah well it, it's that earl sweatshirt part too white for the black kids too black for the whites exactly. you're like <laughs> exactly it's, it's basically that but in do, do, do you relate to that actually um I, I see i've related to it in in the, in, a, in a lot of different ways like i don't feel okay. girly enough but i'm also not a boy so i can't be with the boys i can't oh right you right, know, right like yeah, it's, yeah it's literally for a lot of things that mm-hmm. from moving around and just being queer and not being like it's just okay so it's, it, for, for you it's more gender than race that like leaves you in this kind of so it's not even limbo. it wouldn't be race it would be country so okay i i, I know i'm black and i like that um for me, it would be like, where am I from? Oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up in, I'm, I'm Swazi, um, I'm part South African, I lived in Kenya, and now I live in Ireland. And just trying to understand my identity throughout all of those countries mm-hmm. can be very confusing. You have perspectives from each. From each. You, you've had um, formative yeah. experiences and memories yes, but in also, each of these places through different angles. Like, yeah, yeah, but each, each and each culture recognizes mm. me as their own, but they also don't. So if I'm in Swaziland, for example. It's a blessing and a curse in a way, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. So like it'd be simpler just to have one viewpoint, but you but, wouldn't be you, like. Yeah, you know? I I think it benefits me in a lot of ways that I'm not aware of at the moment. So like I I know mm-hmm. it does in speaking now. There's a price to pay for it. Like. Um. Yeah, but like you know, like it's the type of thing where you have to literally know what it is that, um, or how it's gonna benefit you or how like you need to like know the name of the thing. You know, like I know mm-hmm. I'm exposed, but like. How does that help me? I know it helps me relate to a lot of people, but like, in in what like the, I don't know. There's just a lot of questions I still have about life. Mm-hmm. Which is oh. that that's that's a life. Yeah. And you know you never need to have answers, either. No, you know we don't. It's um, the act the act of chasing the question is enough. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that. Stop chasing answers. Oh yeah, because when you get the answer, you might not be as fulfilled as you were actually ch- chasing. Then it's over, you know, like, like the movie never ends. No, I don't want the movie. Nothing like no no goal you're chasing is about the goal. Yeah. And uh, when you realize it's that, about it's about the chase. Thing. Exactly. It's all about the chase. But this is where I struggle. <laughs> because, you know, like how, um, oh, I'm a girl. So growing up, it's don't chase boys. You have to play hard to get. Oh, but I, yeah, am, yeah. I am a chaser. I, like, if I like. I'm, someone, I'm glad that that's fading. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? No, don't be a slut. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Um, no so, like, I still that, struggle that, with it though. That's the one part of feminism that even the most sexist man can get down with is like <laughs> sexual liberation because we weren't enjoying ch- chasing either. It was like it was like you know we sh- like men shot themselves in the foot. They were like you know. I feel like people say that, but I don't think it's true. You think? You think? No, you think that men wish that girls were harder to get? I feel like subconsciously, yeah. I feel like Bro. they say it out loud that yeah, I I don't like. Oh, it. you think a lot of boys don't like it too easy, like. Yeah. We're still conditioned well, to. No, no. See, you said that you said too easy. I don't think it's being easy. I think it's. That, that's like I, I'm using I'm using the problematic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> You're being. That, that, that's that's the word on the street. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not saying I agree with this. Yeah. Sorry. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. By the way, if I say anything that pisses anyone off, like you know, feel free to drop me a DM. Like I I'm not I'm not like. 
putting anything I say out there as like yeah. you know proven fact or anything. Um, so yeah, he's willing to learn. Yeah, okay. educate me, but like be sound. Because if you're annoying, I'll just block you. <laughs> yeah, I would do the same. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a way to go about things, guys. Um, <laughs> fuck, what was I saying? Yeah, no. People say that, like guys say that. Oh, I, I want a girl to like who knows what she wants because I'm trying to. But like when it actually happens. They like scared. They like your idiot voice away. is giving Debbie Debbie. By the way, my what? <laughs> you're the the like. Oh, I'm a man and I think like this. <laughs> it's like Demi Demi when you know the, oh! the motivation speaker. He does not like. Hey, hey, I have no, I have no connections. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this. Um, guys, I'm Demi Demi part two. I don't think I'm Demi Demi. Tough um, times. No, but you guys are liars. Only tough people last. Oh, we're liars. Yeah. We we actually like it hard. Men are liars. I think I I, I I'm like, joking. Okay. It depends on I, the day. No, I I agree. I totally agree. But I think I think it's broader than that. Oh, I, I think that bad. romantically, no matter what your gender, your sexuality, or whatever, people think they they have a type or they know what they expect. Until. But then, like, because I was, somebody at work only was talking about this the other day, and so I'm totally I'm totally plagiarizing this idea. But it just made sense when I heard it. So like. I everything. People think they have a type, for example, like okay. oh, I like a short paper, blonde with yeah. nice tits or whatever. Or like I like a I like a nice girl or I like a girl who's like very decisive, but then you look you look at someone's dating history and it might be a pleasant dating history, but you realize that actually they don't realize what their own needs are. Yeah. So maybe maybe they think they um they need a girl who's good in bed, but actually what they just really like is you know, like a different love language or something. Yeah. So maybe maybe like they might think they need physical touch, but they actually um really get like you know they 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 love like gift giving or something. And yeah, yeah, I guess they wouldn't know it unless. And this goes for all of us. Yeah, it. it, it I definitely don't know what my type is. I don't have a type mm. because I. I think. It but maybe you do. Maybe it's maybe it's a small like maybe it's a smaller characteristic, not one you're looking for. It might not be a physical appearance thing. Oh yeah, no, I have mm. a type, um, in terms of like, I don't know, our conversations and like. Yeah, yeah. Um, how someone treats me or whatever. But, but that like, is a type. Yeah, but like I'm. There's too much speaking, emphasis on the physical. But that's what we mostly speak about. If you're asking about a type, mm. a lot of people are going to tell you about someone's hair texture, someone's color, eye color, someone's... Maybe that's why we're so confused. Because we think it's about the physical when much more often, like, what we're actually looking for in a partner is... It's nothing to do with, like, appearance. Yeah, but like, aesthetics... There's something very specific you want, but it's, like, you know, we're so, like, you know, magazines and shit. Yeah, aesthetics We're so obsessed us. with how we exactly. look. Exactly. With all the amount of models on Instagram, mm-hmm. from both ends of, like, guys and girls and they thems yeah. you'll be confused because there's what people want you to have yeah. and then there's what you want for yourself but if one you is, live in a society influenced by what you see yeah because if we're social animals exactly and we like approval like we say we don't like approval but we do like we, we oh of course we like, like approval exactly so that's what it's only a problem if it's choices. a problem like <laughs> yeah but also I, I don't know i feel like people can fall in love anyways even if they choose the the type that's not their type like i feel like people either do fall in love anyways or they lie to themselves so much that the feeling seems true like it's a false feeling until they realize later that i didn't like this person anyways so like if you get your type Mm. on paper in real life but you guys don't get along at all but because of how attractive they are you're Mm. driven by your lust rather than your actual yeah like say 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 i told myself like oh yeah i just really really want to date like a surfer girl yeah and then i find someone who's like a you know really hot and like surfs good and i like make a move on them and we work out yeah but like the whole time i'm only dating them just because of this like kind of tale i told myself exactly do you think that that's always toxic or sometimes it's good to like try and tell yourself who you want to love should we just totally like give into our instincts Uh, do our like do does our heart always know better than our head 
I don't believe that. Um, only because maybe because I have ADHD, so my impulses are very strong, and <laughs> they always like fuck me up. Okay, so you learn to second guess your impulse. Yeah. So like. Mm. Well, no, not always. It depends on what mood my ADHD is in. So, mm. like, if it, if she's in an impulsive mood, it's like, yeah, I'm going all in. And then if I'm like in a very weary mood, I'm just gonna overthink everything till it dies. You know, like I'll <laughs> never actually make a move. I'll never. So, yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, there's no in between for me. There's no like moving slowly. Then, like, there's no like, it's not, it doesn't flow. You either restrain or you give in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And like, and w- like what I was saying about how I broke my nose. You either have to fully commit to that trick, or or, or don't do it. Don't exactly, even try. Exactly. So that's good. That's good. No, it's not. If you just gotta learn to make it your own, just like beauty standards. Like you gotta, you gotta oh, yeah. work with what you got. That is true. I think ADHD from someone who isn't diagnosed but like exhibits some symptoms, being me. Um, I think it's it's a gift if you learn how to harness it, and if it suits your ambitions. It's mm-hmm. a burden if I don't know you want to like study hard. Yeah, if you, <laughs> yeah. If you don't allow it to like. Be. Yeah, yeah. But then I always just question. I'm like, th- okay. Then it gets to a point where I'm like, but something's wrong with me. Like, like something needs to change here. Like, do you not think you I benefit from it in some ways though? Because you have all these ideas and inspiration. But all when the I time. do, yeah, when I do, mm-hmm. I'm really hyped. Like I'm really psyched, and I'm like, like I get. Then when I'm not, like when I'm completely doubting myself, trust me, the whole world turns around. Like it's just I can't see the other side anymore. I can't even like look for it. It's so, just. So do you think the peaks aren't worth the troughs? You lose you, you. It's like a hangover. Like you lose too much for what you gain. For a very long time, as well. Okay. L- like it's not like mm. oh, it's only going to be like a week or two weeks. It's, mm. It could go on for a month. Do you take months. meds? No, I don't, cause mm. I haven't been diagnosed. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, no, mm. I haven't. But but I know I have it. Like it's too, it's too, there. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just there. But also, how much of ADHD found... do you think is like a like an a, like a neuro syndrome, like kind of a genetic thing, and how much do you think it's just how you behave? You know, like so nature I... or nurture. I think it's both because mm-hmm. I think um, my family, oh, my, my family in general have a lot of mental problems. So I'm just like, mm, somewhere, somewhere, but also they are very traditional. So like they don't believe in like anything to do with like going to like a, a doctor or a psychiatrist or anything. Like oh, they think yeah. they're crazy if they do something like that, even though. What, what if like, I don't know, you got like, um, you got like a really bad stomach flu or something, would you go? No, no, they would no. go for yeah. that. But the concept of mental issues hasn't oh, right. been introduced as much as it has been in the West. Oh, so okay. it's not it's not a big thing where someone would be like, Oh, I think I'm depressed, I think I should go get so even when so I tell what my hap- parents what hap- if somebody is really bad depression, what do they do? What do they do? Yeah. They live. They continue living. Like Except for the ones who like don't <laughs> Well in I don't know, because I I've never met anyone in mm. Africa who I would know has com- like proper like really yeah because you, you know, like it's just because it's not, not that they don't right have there? it it's just not it's not, it's not spoken about and the person mm. would be ashamed because I would know like you know like I think we like a lot of us you know sorry to trigger warning whatever but you know a lot of us know someone at least who's known someone who's taken their own life yeah like, growing up like friends of my parents um like friends of friends like yeah famous people like you hear of it a lot like people taking their own lives and it's but like but you never know until it happens right like um, well sometimes well, you see yeah. the, the or, or until, until it happens or until someone tries yeah and then gets therapy or whatever yeah um but where I come from mm-hmm. um there would be no one in my family Just even where there's a stigma you hear about it that's the thing yeah yeah like I, I've mm. seen it in the newspapers and I've seen it but like a lot of people oh a lot of people blame it on the devil 
Oh, so they're just saying, yeah. oh, so it's not you're depressed, it's you're possessed. Yes, yeah. So so huh. even if you are yeah, depressed, yeah. you're not going to say that loud because you think you're possessed by demons, which is also a contradiction that I have with So would they try and, like, perform an exorcism on you, or...? Exorcism? I, I don't like, know. Were, like, would they try and, like, do something about the demon? Yeah, they'll have stop. a pastor come and then pray for you. And so then... they try and help you, but just not in a very helpful way, maybe. Yeah, like, yeah, well, to them, they think that's what's helpful is... Cause they do, do people like do people ever like have you ever talked to someone who's been like oh yeah I, I had a demon and then I was cured and now I'm chilling um <laughs> I don't want to say this story because someone that I know uh, but there's someone who thought that they were possessed um, and we all did as well because we all believed in like um religion so we were mm. like oh, okay if you think you're possessed it's great for you blah, 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 you know like it was that type of oh, thing cute. <laughs> um, so you pray for your friends because they're sad because they're sad yeah, like oh, um, is that is that what you no, call your demons? If they were, what what no, demons did you no, think you like, had? Are your friends? I think she thought she thought she was possessed, so like she thought she was seeing things. Or did she think she was evil? Or no, she just thought a demon had entered her, and she was like, oh, like not demons. that it was, it was like doing anything bad, just like it was chilling there, like. It was like, I don't know. It was making her uncomfortable. Airbnb type beat, like. <laughs> I I don't know what was going on, um, but two two weeks stay in Pierre's friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have no clue. Uh, I I'm probably being insensitive. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I hope she doesn't listen to this. So, um, so, so your friend, your friend, thought she was possessed. Yeah, I think so. I think she. Okay. Thought, that's what she thought. Yeah. And, and you guys all prayed for her. Yeah. Like, just dear God, please. Save no, he didn't my cure it though. He didn't cure it. It didn't. No. She never got better. She's still possessed. I don't know. I think maybe I think her parents were called because I think it happened again. What's like the craziest thing that happened? You know, to her that she was like, I'm possessed. You know, like did she like have a weird dream or did she do something that she didn't think she was going to do or... <gasps> oh my god like you know what what thoughts or actions led her to believe she was possessed um, or was it just a feeling she wanted this is oh this is a trigger warning uh, so trigger warning but she wanted no no I can't say this but she wanted to do, she wanted to harm herself okay um, and she had but she wanted someone to do it for her so it was like yeah it was like a very weird mm. like experience because it was like um I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't understand what happened that day. Finish that train of thought because I've got something juicy on this actually. No, tell me. You sure? Yeah. You're, you're finished? Yeah. Okay. Um, I suppose, like, what she's saying in a way is true, right? Now now we're, we're, ent- we're entering the minefield. Okay. But, so, if I had a friend in, like, my school experience and, like, I, you know, fucking, like, I did. You know, I knew people who would self-harm. Yeah. You know, like my thought process would have been they have one of these labeled mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So like maybe they are bipolar or depressed mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, you know, they've got a, a neuropathology because of a, comp- a combination of their genetics and lifestyle. Because evolution doesn't really care if a few people get sad, you know, as long as you reproduce before you take your own life, it kind of, you know. OK, yeah. It's like it's a gene that's going to be selected out a lot slower than like, you know, dying of the flu or whatever. Yeah. Um, so in my like kind of atheist western school of thought I would be like okay so my friend has depression um, and these are the supports and all this and you know some treatments are helpful some aren't on some people like it's you know get help if you can but you know not everything works for everyone right yeah but then your friend had similar thoughts you know wanted mm-hmm. wanted to self-harm but the way that you guys used to describe it was oh there's a demon mm-hmm. and th- your way of helping was to pray for her and maybe it was effective maybe it wasn't mm-hmm. but that's not the point the point is me and my friends 
in like our early teen years in secondary school, we weren't psychologists, we weren't clinical psychologists or psychiatrists. We didn't understand the neurochemistry of depression, mm -hmm. but we had this word for it. Okay. It's just a symbolic meaning for mm -hmm. us at this level. Like we're, we, we don't understand depression. We just kind of know it symbolically. Yeah. And we have words to describe it. But mm -hmm. what we're saying isn't totally scientific. Mm -hmm. It's just based on the philosophy of science. Okay. So likewise, so the, even though it's, it might be based on science, what we're saying isn't necessarily scientific fact. Yeah. And likewise, you know, that you're possessed with a demon that makes you want to harm yourself isn't necessarily a scientific fact, but it's like your symbolic way of understanding something. Yes. So that, this is why yeah. like, you know, like believing in magic or a religious figure or anything, mm -hmm. whether or not it's true to me doesn't really matter. Either way, it's mental. If, if it works, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm. If what you're believing in gives you an understanding of the world around you based on what you can observe, mm -hmm. Whatever helps you with that intuition mm. is enough. Same way you can make up a rhyme to remember the nine planets. Yeah. You can, you know, use a demon as a way of explaining mental health. What is health. happening, yeah. It's, it's like, I mean, like, the movie Inside Out is basically that. It's like all these little uh, little people no, living inside someone's that. head. Oh. You, you know, it's a, it's a cartoon. No, it's Pixar and it's like, yeah, yeah it's, it's like inside someone's head is all these little cartoon characters. No, and it's like happy and sad and yeah. all inside your brain, like... Yeah, but that's also speak, spoken about in philosophy. I don't know if it's Carl... No, I don't know if it's Carl Jung or just... I think it's Carl. Jung likes, likes his archetypes and... Um, I don't know, but it was someone speaking about, like, the mental... The collective unconscious, is mean. Yeah, I, I think so. So, like, just what's happening in your brain and, and all those, like, voices in your head and, like, mm -hmm. just, like, I guess... I think it's about, like, psychoanalyzing all of those things. But it's, like, that's just also another language to describe these other things but yeah, in yeah. a different in a different way well like it, it's it's one thing if you're, okay so like these guys were a bit they, they were a bit before like the scientific method really got yeah. going so a lot of what they said was kind of just what they believed um but like you know modern psychology is like based on this kind of like proof method a lot of it mm -hmm. but um the thing is us like average joes on podcasts listening to podcasts like talking to each other even if we're using like a scientific vocabulary, a lot of us don't understand the science. Mm -hmm. A lot of us don't even realize we don't understand it, but like people are talking like they're, you know, especially with shit like COVID, bro. Yeah. Everyone thinks they're fucking like, um, what's, what's the word, Epidemi epidemiologist and oh. shit now because they like read one article on PubMed and like subscribed to some YouTuber. Mm -hmm. But like, you, you're not a scientist necessarily. I'm not saying you're wrong, but you're not a scientist. You're just using all this sciencey language. But to you, it's just the same as believing in unicorns and rainbows and demons. Yeah. Um, it just happens so like it's just maybe a more trustworthy source but, but in mm -hmm. your in your mind it's actually symbolic thinking still yeah and, and it works for you like mm -hmm. the way you understand it works for you it might not work for someone else they might not understand what they're saying but there is a mm -hmm. certain point where you guys will be saying the exact same thing in different languages and if you just listen to the person instead of arguing with them you realize you're saying the same thing is that a dig <laughs> is that what we're doing right now <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, it was at this moment that bill realized we were agreeing the entire time <laughs> making it framing it as a discussion something that i think happens a lot on podcasts by the way which is good though because mm. remember what you're saying will yeah. be related by someone else what i'm saying someone else relate to it but they might not understand it the way that I'm saying it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But so they like, understand it the way you're saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you might say something that's like straight facts, but like, you know, the boys out there near, need a man to say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make it sound authoritative. So basically, you and all of your infinite wisdom can now speak through me, the trustworthy cis white male, to um, distribute the. <laughs>
I hope people know I'm joking, sincerely, and I'm, I apologize to everyone funding, but this is too funny. Like, God, this would be so funny if someone was like, why do you people, why do you tell people who joke like that? Um, not getting that they also have their own jokes. That anyway, um, but I did want to say on this whole thing of scientists and, and like them knowing things that we don't know. Um, the best thing I've learned about like when it comes to mental health is being able to speak to people like you rather than people who are quote-unquote above you or know more than people you. need to explain things to you in a language you understand yeah that's why yeah that's why you got to talk to a friend as well as yeah. like a therapist you know or I, a therapist you could talk to like a friend because exactly. you need to like someone who literally gets what you're saying yeah yeah um and even if they share their own experiences like i don't think everything needs to be cured like the way we think of cure, yeah man like medication and then i'm better i think there's no perfect like no homeostasis you everyone know? can literally um say it their own way and that's why i don't like when people um gatekeep things like depression anxiety i don't like gatekeep is in like are secretive about it or no, when, oh when they they're like oh you're not diagnosed yeah, so you can't so say you can't you're depressed because i feel mm. like it takes the, the person I feel like the person knows what they're feeling and they know what they're talking about and no matter who they talk to that person mm. can never actually tell them what they're feeling that they already know that they're feeling because mm. the things that they're describing are things that are happening in them so yeah, they yeah. know exactly what they're saying and they can agree to this because that the, the word for it is there whether it's on the internet or the dictionary and again this is what it comes back to is depression may have a scientific definition in the literature but if you are unwell and you say so maybe, maybe you actually have like mild BPD but you say you have depression and that's how you help discuss it with your friends and if yeah. that means that you can help confront it on your own mm -hmm. without therapy and well not that therapy is bad but like if you if you manage to just talk to a friend and you use this incorrect terminology mm -hmm. but it's a benefit to you who's yeah. actually losing here yeah no. you know? so like because de depression is just a symbolic meaning to you exactly like mm. the fact that you just you being able to articulate it to people who understand what you're saying yeah, yeah. and them being able to help you how they know because mm. the thing is i feel like we, we think depression is special is specific to special people or specific people but if you look in at the, the scientific world, literature yes yeah. because there, somebody like scientists will have agreed okay depression means this yes um, and we prove that this is the case by doing this but and they, like use this, they say it in clinical terms that's right? helpful for like prescribing medication yeah. but if you're just talking to a friend and you know yeah like, and people who've like say like I, I won't know how to speak to maybe someone who's, I don't know, who's experienced tribalism, tribalism for example. I don't know, like, just different mm -hmm. stuff. And I don't know if they'll get what, what they'll get depression from or someone who's been in a car crash or whatever. Like, people have their own different ways um, yeah, of yeah. experiencing pain or sadness. But, like, the scientific way is so limited. It doesn't understand all the different types of ways like, people can it's, experience it's the, it's the best medium of truth for the scientists but even like this is a big thing if you do like science communication if you want to explain vaccines to the general public you don't necessarily you know use the like established scientific facts it's often dumbed down and it's it, it is lies maybe that you're being told but it's lies to the same end as the truth yeah which is like a slippery slope but it's that's that's how the world works yeah like that that's all your all your textbooks in school are like dumbed down science so a lot of it isn't science fact but it like gets you to understand the concept in a way that a aligns way. with the fact yeah maybe yeah which like, is just how language works going to university is just like you increase the zoom lens a little bit more mm -hmm. on like the same topics yeah and you go okay well no this is like well yes but actually no on basically everything mm -hmm. <laughs> if you do a science degree everything's just like what you learned in in school was true but, but actually was, wasn't yeah. because <laughs> 
I, I wish I went to college now. <laughs> um, oh, you're like 20 years old. You got time. <laughs> I know, I, I do. Um, but that's not how a lot of people see it. Others are like, oh, well, you have to go fuck to those people, man. <laughs> the only reason you think you got to go straight away is because your school told you because your school wants to rank highly in the league's tables because they can get funding and it's all about money and fuck them. Yeah, and your family. If you if you can find the means to like, you know, if, okay, if you're as privileged as me and you can find the means to like, you know, get a job and pay your own way and figure it out. If mm-hmm. you need the time to figure it out, I mean, do that. Mm-hmm. You know. But you know what? Like, you're privileged because you're here, like because you're in Ireland, like because yeah. you you have those the facilities to that. So it's like it's privilege, but it's also like yeah, yeah. Is it really? But like, college is a reserve of the privileged a lot of the time anyway. Yeah. The privileged and, are the very smart who have access to like headhunting and stuff. You know. Yeah. Um. So I guess I guess it is still a valid point. Like it's you know it shouldn't be a reserve of the privilege, but fact of the matter is if this applies to you you probably are in a position to take a gap year Mm. in some way or another yeah if you're in a position to go to college um especially like you know so like for for me the 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 benefit was like i can i can make a decent income like working in you know just like hospitality or whatever Mm -hmm. so like you know i have a lot of friends i didn't take a gap year but i have a lot of friends who like work for a year or two yeah before they go into college I suppose you know, you're not able to work here, but you know you're, you're one of them. You're like you're exploring through yeah. life before continuing. Yeah. yeah, and you're using the means to do that, and that's that's something you see a lot of in Ireland among the people who actually have the wherewithal to do it, mm. and people from all backgrounds do it. What type of people um, in Ireland do you think wouldn't have that um, opportunity to do it? I, I think I see Ireland in one way, and you like see it a different way. Like for me, like Probably. if you're like Irish. Mm. In my head, you're able, but then obviously it's different for like people who would have been homeless or like I don't know, like just. I don't think there's a unifying Irish experience, to be honest. Yeah. Like, our national identity is a bit fragmented, really. What do you mean? So, like, we like we like to think that being Irish is like a very solid meaning and all, but the fact of the matter is, like, um, a lot of Ireland isn't quote unquote Irish, and I don't mean that like I'm not like talking about immigration or anything. I'm talking about like, you know colonialism has influenced the culture yeah. for better or worse mm-hmm. I take Northern Ireland for example loads of Northern Irish people aren't quote unquote Irish they're yeah like, they're Northern Irish but they still they, they feel their their homeland is on Ireland. the island of Ireland now oh. so what the fuck do you tell them like you know Ulster Scots don't want to go back to Scotland <laughs> okay <laughs> you, know you know what, what? I mean <laughs> I think I think it's okay to allow people mm. to be what they feel they are remember the whole identity thing I was saying that I I, yes. I, w- I would have a, a crisis with same with other people who would have been born in say mm-hmm. their say their their parents are Nigerian or their mm-hmm. parents are co- uh, Congolese or whatever but they they were born in Ireland and mm-hmm. Irish people tell them oh you're not Irish go back to your country yeah. they say like exactly. where the fuck is your country you're exactly. born here you're but fucking you went to a bleeding here. whale skull or some shit exactly. like <laughs> exactly so but they will still have that identity crisis because they know that they're they're from here. They're born here. Wow, they learned Irish fun. here, but that's people are telling them <laughs> that they're not from here. And same applies with the people who are from, um, <sighs> you know, Northern Ireland. So they they feel Irish, yeah, yeah, yeah. but some people are saying Northern Ireland's Irish. a bit deeper though, because it's like a history there. You know, like people didn't get. Along I know, shit. but like, but like like that, that that's an extreme case actually. What you're pointing out is like, yeah, you're fucking like I don't know Nigerian like family, but born in Ireland like people telling you you're not Irish yeah. like, then where the fuck are where you from, from? Yeah. but like it's like, something that's hard for people to argue mm-hmm. because it's still a new thing like this is still a fresh like you, you haven't done anything wrong in that yeah. circumstance and you <laughs> have to argue this yourself like you're not a parent yet so mm-hmm. this is you like this is your first hand experience and you have no idea what to say because people like this is not a conversation that's so big that people are speaking about all the time but like when now you're you think, older 
No, like it's happening, mm. but like it's not like it's it's not an easy conversation to have. It's a mm-hmm. someone's angry and someone's <laughs> getting angrier and yeah, yeah. Uh, there's nothing like, about this. P- politically correct people are getting pissed off because you're talking about the sensitive area and then like there's just outright racists on the other side yeah. who are like nah you're wrong yeah um but i think there are there are more platforms to talk about it though i've definitely talked about that before um but it's it's definitely not a problem that's solved right like no I mean, it's, it's always going to be like your people are always going to have because I, like i know a lot of like privileged like um third culture kids and stuff who there's not a race issue necessarily but they're like not sure where they're from like you say they're from like eastern europe or something um so like a lot, a lot of maybe some will be listening to this a lot of my college friends when i was in the netherlands um had like had these amazing upbringings where like so their parents might be of like mixed origin first of all yeah so they might have like i don't know like an italian mother and a french father or something and then maybe they grew up they were born in south africa and spent most yeah. of their life in china mm-hmm. like you know like i'm, I'm just picking random countries yeah. of like you know these were nations that were thrown in this mix mm-hmm. But like that sort of like you know eclectic combination was very common. Mm-hmm. But so I, I learned to, I kind of I kind of realized that I was just stepping on people's toes by asking everybody where they're from. I thought that would always be a good conversation starter because yeah. I knew like I I feel when I'm abroad I feel very Irish. Okay. So I was like that's a that's a topic I'll be comfortable to talk about. People can ask me oh what's it like in Ireland because of this and this and this and I could you know give them a whole spiel. Mm-hmm. And but, then ask them the same. Yeah, but asking asking others the same question, like it just kind of made people like look at their toes. They're like, you know, be like, "Oh, where are you from?" And like, either they would be in the mood for explaining their whole really diverse and complicated mm-hmm. um, upbringing, or they'd just be like, "I'm like European, dude." Like it's. <laughs> but maybe maybe to you it sounds like maybe it's something that you shouldn't have asked. But I feel like maybe it might have been good for them to actually finally ask themselves that question. Well, that's not my place to tell them when to. Figure no, that but out. you're not <laughs> asking them to do that. But that might have triggered them to do that it's not, it's not saying- i'm definitely not the first person to ask either like um I, w- I was dragged into a research project on this topic actually when i was in that course yeah um where like basically my 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 research groups my, my research group that i was put into were all third culture kids and they're like let's research third culture kids um but it actually was interesting okay. i learned a lot because i wasn't of that culture so like i got to have these interviews with people who had like these crazy upbringings and they were yeah but like not mm. everything's gonna happen in like that. Not not everything's mm. gonna happen as an interview. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes when you ask that question, you might actually have more similar interests than you thought of. So like, it's not like like I was saying, like it's a good conversation. I I think it's a good conversation starter. Just but if they're not comfortable with it, then it's like okay, we can leave the conversation. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You were asking earlier about how you think. I never like forced it. I was like never like no. Where the fuck? Yeah. Are you <laughs> Give me a straight answer. Exactly. Um, but you were asking about like. Are you Mexican or Japanese, motherfucker? Tell me. I'm gonna kill Phil. <laughs> I'm actually going to say But, yeah. You were saying something about asking if ADHD is like... Um, <laughs> no, that's, that's, what, that's what we do here. When I, when I figure out the Goes point, on a huge tangent. Oh yeah, ADHD. Back, yeah. <laughs> no, do you see the irony in that though? Um, yes, we just went to the huge exactly. tangent and we're like, oh yeah, so I'm getting distracted. That, exactly. <laughs> right, so not to distract you any further, yes. <laughs> Bill has ADHD. Like, if he hasn't, if he wasn't sure, now he should be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also stoned, like, oh, it could be some slack. Yeah, it intensifies. But, yes, you're asking if it's, like, all in your head or, or if sometimes it's, like... Genetic. Um, yeah, if it's, like, genetic or if it's, like, nurture or nature or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
I think traveling can cause that as well. Like I think if if you've been exposed to multiple, that, that's why you places, caught it. You think? Um, I think part of it, yeah, because okay. I. So what do you mean, like the overstimulation or the different cultures or? The different cultures um, bring the overstimulation because now so, you're like thinking of ten thousand different types of things. Well, it doesn't have to only Holy be traveling, shit. but like just anything where you're like taken out of your um comf- comfort zone or environment, and you learn something new, yeah. and like you you're trying to understand so many people at the same time, you're trying to understand it yourself at the same time. Like if you grew up in one specific area your whole life, maybe you might have it because it's genetic, but like you won't experience one from like. Okay, yeah. If you have ADHD, but you kind of tear along the dotted line and follow the life that's laid out for you. It might be easy. Depending uh, on what that dotted line is. Yeah. But maybe like, so say if it's like manual labor or something. Yeah. Maybe you're all right. Yeah. But um. Because you 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 mm. you'll figure out what to do faster. But like. Also, you can be more stimulated working with your hands and all. Yeah. But like, then there's you, and you're now like you like psychoanalyzing shit. Yeah. You like analyzing things like postcolonially and like through different cultural lenses yeah and then you've also got so many reference points because like you know you, you see somebody like i don't know like spit on someone on the street and you're now think, seeing that from like an irish a swazi and a kenyan perspective uh, without even and all the shit you've read to. on yeah so you've got triple the voices in your head being like no this is this mm-hmm. um, so that's like giving you adhd exactly well that's what yeah. i think anyways um i could be mistaken she's too smart for her own good ladies and gentlemen this I is, wish I was. she's um, too woke for her own bleeding good it hurts Please. my head. Mm-hmm. The whole part, no, it hurts me. Sometimes I wish I didn't know shit, because then yeah, th- I, I could get away with anything. Think about how chill you'd be if you're a bigot. Like, you know, you just. Oh, my life would be every- so. Everything like, is one meaning, and you just so, like. No, I wish I, like, sometimes. Sip it, sip it on your beer on the porch. <laughs> can I Are you mad at me for being offensive like, or interrupting you? Right? For interrupting me. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair I don't know who you're offending, because it's not me, but. Right. Um, Oh, I, I feel like if I grew up in like one place like sure I wouldn't know that much I wouldn't be so mm-hmm. exposed and I wouldn't like know so many people and I wouldn't have so many opportunities but I'd know what the fuck I want <laughs> because yeah, yeah. I would have just been told this is what you're gonna do you're gonna be okay yeah. say for example they, they said oh when you when, you're gonna go to this church and then you're gonna get married to this person and this is how it's gonna go and then your life's gonna be like this you're gonna have kids then my life would have just been like that like maybe wouldn't have been exactly happy but mm-hmm. like my life would have had direction this conversation it's giving our grandparents generation being like y'all millennials and gen z snowflakes are all just depressed and anxious and shit because you have too much choice yeah (laughs) back in my day you just like worked on the farm and shut the fuck up yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) and yeah we were always hungry and shit but like (laughs) yeah and i asked my brother to like fucking tuberculosis but like you know we moved yeah we moved It's fine. We just don't talk about it. We just don't get. We just don't get sad because you don't talk about it. Exactly. If you ignore the problem, it's not there. That's why we have Guinness. (laughs) Or um, wait, in in Swaziland, you have a chibuku. What's that? It's a it's a thing in like. Do you have a border with um? No, it's Swazi like all in South Africa, right? No, border Mozambique. Mozambique only. And South Africa. But not um. No, that would be like Zimbabwe and Botswana, then, Z- then Zambia, right? Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, just, yeah, you're fucking way too far away. Yeah. Right, my, my dad lived in Zambia for a bit, and uh, Chibuku was like their, it's like hooch. It's yeah, like, 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 the, like the, the, the most like basic alcohol you could get, basically. Oh. It's like, I think, you, I think you get like a powder or something, uh-huh. and you like, you know, like, you just mix it with like hot water and let yeah. it brew. That's and there's like bits in it and stuff. No, I've, no, I've never heard of it. It was all my dad's jokes. It was like, oh, what do you want to do? He's like, ha, drink Chibuku. <laughs> 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 Sounds like sikupu, which is like um, like a, a like a, a a jug of sorts. It's like a 
Do you make it at home or do you? No, make, it's oh. just a jug. Like it's okay. just a. It's not a jug. It's like a. Is it like the cheapest alcohol? It, no, oh. okay. it has nothing to do with alcohol. It's just a container. All right. Yeah, but like I don't know that word sounded like. Chibuku sipuku. Like yeah, chibuku sounded like yeah. Anyways, um. Yeah, I don't know what I was saying. Fuck! I need to stop interrupting you, bro. No, it's okay. Um. Nah. I think we can finish here. Sure. How long has it been? One hour twenty six minutes. That flew by. Yeah. I, f- I feel like okay. That's a you know we've called it now. Like I said, never say oh just one more topic, one more run. Yeah, because it's just mm. it's it's gonna be blank but now. To tie things up, I might finish. I might close the narrative of the first thing I said, okay. even though that's contradicting what I just said. That's okay. Actually, I welcome that because I feel like a lot I'm of times my fear. we say things and we say and then then we go back and we reflect on them and we're like no, I'm like. I don't think like this anymore even though you said it like a day ago or whatever oh, yeah, so yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's okay to correct yourself even yeah. if you're gonna com- co- correct yourself again after mm. just I don't know I think yeah also so, it's, it. It's, it, it's like you know it's kind of like Kendrick Lamar you know we're like starting at the end we're ending at the start yeah um, so how did I break my nose I was kite surfing and um, I told myself that I was gonna do one more run so I was gonna go over and back do a trick and then come in and the most like freak accident happened normally when you hit the water like you it, it might get winded but like you always bounce back but this time i just tried to do like a really simple turn just like with a little bit of like a, a kind of a trick involved yeah so i tried to like loop the kite and there must have been a slow puncture in the the bladders which like give it shape yeah so it was like a little bit softer than normal Ooh. you know like a like a soggy football kind yeah. of you know um and i didn't realize until this moment where in the middle of the loop it just stopped turning mm-hmm. So it made like a big swoosh across like the full um, like center of the wind window, like where you feel the most pull from the kite. It did like the most powerful swoop it could um, and pulled me off balance. And I, like I was only like a foot off the water. Yeah. People ask me like, is jumping high dangerous? Only if something goes wrong. Yeah. Um, but this is just, I was traveling forward so fast and I was in quite shallow water. And my board like dug into the water instead no. of landing, so I, I caught an edge. Okay, is what it's called. So the top of the board hit the water first. So it's kind of like hitting a pebble on a skateboard. Yeah. I was traveling forward at like the speed of a of a small car, <laughs> and next thing, I tomahawk. So like the board hit, and a millisecond later, my head hit the water, and then no. I I like I cartwheeled forwards twice. What the fuck? Uh, oh, it was so fun though. It was like. <laughs> Back. well i think it must have been the first the first face plant but just when i came up like you know i was just in shock and like just thought it was like a big wipeout but i just kind of like instinctively like just went to like put my hand on my head to go like ah yeah but my hand hit my head a bit earlier than expected like my head was bigger than i ah. anticipated <laughs> because it was my forehead was already full of like fluid i just oh like my God. i like you know popped some like um sack of fluid i just instantly swollen my what head up the fuck? And then I realized I was like in shock and maybe a little bit dizzy. I was like, okay, what the fuck? Um, but what I didn't realize until way later was that I broke my nose because my face was so swollen that um, you couldn't see. It didn't happen. Yeah. Whoa. So that that's how I broke my nose and why I can't smell the weed in my own room. And when was uh, this? Uh, I was fifteen, so just over five years ago. No, it was exactly five years ago because it was just before I turned fifteen and I'm turning twenty-one now. Whoa. So there you go. Yeah. Um, and the moral of the story is, commit. If you're going to do something, do it and tell yourself you're going to continue to do that. And don't tell yourself it's going to be the last time. Because the goal is not the destination, 
It is just the carrot on the stick. And tomorrow never comes. And have a lovely day. Ah, stunning. But I do have a point as well. Go for it. Um, you contradicting yourself. Well, you thinking that you're gonna contradict yourself. No, I didn't. Uh, well, no, you didn't. But <laughs> you said you thought you you were going to. You said this might contradict, like something like that. I'm just fucking. Something. Just fuck off. Um. We're all individuals. I'm not. <laughs> um, I was thinking. Every time I do the podcast, um, I think like. Wait, this is a podcast. Huh. I'm gonna stop fucking with you. Oh my god. <laughs> We're gonna fight. Um but fuck, what did I wanna say now? Fuck <laughs> Um People remember say what they remember in the moment, right? But mm-hmm. because you're like running a podcast, you're trying to you're thinking of time as well. So you can't really be like fully in the conversation. Like well you can't really you don't have time to think and remember that mm. moment so you might say something that you remember but yeah. what you remember might not be actually what happened i have no idea what the fuck i've been talking about for the last hour no <laughs> i'm i'm speaking up say for for you i'm speaking mm. about your story of how you broke your nose yeah so the first time you said a story and it was true but then at the end you said another story and it was also true like it's the same same story but you said mm-hmm. different things at sometimes the start and the end of yes this. Yeah. but sometimes other people or like myself as well i will say something or like my reason for something blah 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 and then when i get home i'll be like no but this is the other reason so but now i can't backtrack so uh, th- that's just it like we just say a lot of things that later we're like no i meant to say this but you didn't now it's gone now the whole world has to see one side of the story and it can't see the other side think you didn't have can't you can't win them all no you can't so like I, you come away from every conversation as a teenager wishing you'd said this or that. <laughs> yeah, and um, that that'll happen forever. No, nah, I think it, I think it I think it goes down. Really? I've I've stopped caring. Well, mine 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 started again when I started doing the podcast. But fair, fair, fair. You become more aware of your your speech yeah. and all. And uh, just just to tie things off with a plug slash disclaimer, um, if I've said anything that you think needs to be put a stop to. My Instagram is currently um, at Billyboy, that's Billy, B-O-I, underscore Demery, D-E-M-E-R-Y. Hit me a DM, call me out uh, in a respectful way. And, and have a conversation. Uh, maybe we can have a nice chat. Yeah, maybe you guys can come to a mutual mm. uh, conclusion. A lot of things don't offend me just because I don't like having, I don't like thinking too much. I'm a lazy thinker. That's a I lie, you love thinking. No, I think a lot, but like... <laughs> some things i'm just like ah no i don't have time for this but yeah see i'm right bye